Welcome to the World Mic! Hey guys, welcome to the World Mic, where we take questions from people of all backgrounds from around the world for us to give advice on. And it can get serious or silly as we talk about topics provided by you. So let's just, let's just get into some introductions with Camilo and I. I am Aditi. I've been living in the United States for about all my life. I moved here when I was six. I don't need, I can't do math right now. But I went to Augie for undergrad, which is in Illinois, Augustana College. And I kind of know Camila from there, kind of, sort of. And we decided to do this podcast because we're both multicultural. And we grew up here with that experience. So we wanted to share our experience with you guys and give you some advice on your questions. And I'm Camilo, as Aditi mentioned. Um, I'm born in the U.S., but of Colombian parents. And I also went to Augustana and also am multicultural. So, <laughs> so, so that's, uh, that's what we have in common. And yeah, um, we're here to here's just talk about questions that you guys have for us and, and see what's going on. But first, um, since it's our first episode, we thought we'd give a little bit more of a backstory on us. So um, for sure. if you want to you start with that. Definitely. I forgot to mention I am Indian. I was born in India. I came here when I was six. And so with the idea behind this podcast is not really to give expert advice because neither one of us has PhD or a master's or anything like that. But this is just a platform for us to have some fun conversations and just get to know one another and just have a good outlet from all the stress that life can bring, especially as an international student or a multicultural student. Absolutely. And um, a great, this is a great way to to accomplish all of that and um, a little bit about me um, I currently live in Atlanta but I'm born and raised in Wisconsin um, I am a marketing and branding strategist and that's kind of what I do professionally and I do fitness stuff <laughs> yeah he's my fitness guru <laughs> and me a little bit about me I kind of I grew up in Illinois for the most part but right now I live in Houston and I moved here during the pandemic, actually, so that's been quite interesting. And I, fun fact, I've actually never met Camilo in person, but we became really good friends over the quarantine period. So we are really glad to be doing this podcast with you guys. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then you moved to Houston for work, right? Yes, I moved to Houston because I got a job at Baylor, and I do research there currently. It's been going really well. Cool, cool. Yeah, and I moved to Atlanta because I hate the cold of the Midwest. Yes. <laughs> so I, I'm like, nope, I'm out it's of there. It's so funny because our friends will like message us and say it's freezing. It's like in the 40s, and we're just like, mm, peace out. It's like 80 over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, it, it was like people here on social media in Atlanta post like, oh, it's like, the first morning like at 50 degrees fahrenheit that's so cold mm -hmm. <laughs> and i'm just yeah. like they don't even that's know a, that's a cold chill so yeah. it's a cold wave the worst i experienced was when i was at college and it was like below negative for like a whole week yeah and i had to walk to class and i wear contacts mm -hmm. and i have to walk with my eyes closed if not, mm -hmm. then my contacts would freeze in my eyes as i was walking oh my God. what that's insane yeah yeah, our, we went to the same college, Camilo and I, um, and we, I will say it is really, really cold up there. 
you should you should be used to the cold. That's what everyone says, but I think it's more of a genetic thing and genetic yeah, collective. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's very yeah. true. Um, All right, guys, we're gonna get into the questions now. Um, we kind of have like a fun questions, some fun questions, and these are just questions that Camilo and I are gonna ask each other, uh, just so you guys can get us get to know us a little bit more. The first question is, Camila, who is your favorite superhero and why? All right. So um, I have my favorite Marvel superhero and I have my favorite DC superhero. It's very important to differentiate. It is between very them. important. Um, <laughs> so my favorite Marvel is Spider-Man. Super basic, I know. <laughs> but mm -hmm. uh, he's by far my favorite because um, even when I was like a three-year-old or four-year-old, I remember how, how old I was. I had like a little Spider-Man costume that I wore on Halloween. And Aww, I just knew so that. And then as an adult now, I still have a, like a, I don't know if you've seen it. I've my, seen it. My full Spider-Man suit. Terrifying. <laughs> so, um, there's that. And then for DC, I would say it's The Flash. Because, oh, okay. um, super speed is a power that I would love to have, and also he's just kind of a jokester and like doesn't take everything yeah. as serious. So he sometimes as as he should, but it's just part of his character and it's just fun. And also, yeah, it's kind of funny. Dead, so. Yeah, it's kind of funny you say that because you're in track, so I kind of associate you, associate you with running. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> you'd what be a good. You? What about you? My favorite superhero. Oh my goodness. I think honestly, I really, really like Iron Man. I think Iron Man's pretty cool. Uh, I like the tech savviness, and I his costume's pretty cool too. I think he has the best costume of all the Marvel characters, uh, which may be, which may be an overstatement, but whatever. And um, DC, I think it would have to be Wonder Woman. That's a good choice. Wonder Woman's definitely in my top five. Yes. <laughs> Um, so another little little um, segment that I thought of was to include a random fact about a foreign country because we are the world mics. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it'd be fun to include a little fact. And here's one um, super basic fact, but I didn't think this was the case. The main export of Italy is precision machinery, that, and that represents 18% of total exports for the country. That's insane. Yeah, you could be like something, but wow. most people would think that, but nope. Interesting. Have you been to Italy? I have. I was there in 2015 for an internship when I was in college. Oh, that's amazing. Awesome. Well, now you guys know a little bit about us, so we're going to get into the questions from our listeners. And just to let you know, the questions can be sent to theworldmike2020 at gmail.com in the future. And these don't have to be serious questions. They could be like for funsies, but we will take anything about global politics or economy or culture, or if you're having like a specific issue as a multicultural student, we'll be happy to go over that too. A little disclaimer, we, uh, everything we say on here is just our opinions. It's not promoted by anyone. It's not, uh, we're not being paid to do this. So this is just our opinions and they're going to be pretty honest. So if we do offend some listeners out there, we apologize. <laughs> um, this is just for fun. This is a fun podcast. Yeah, for sure. And um, we're going to get started with, with one that I got from someone in Colombia. And the question is, what should we do as the new generation about the future in the new normal after COVID-19? Ooh, that's a good, good question. 
I'll let you start since this is Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess more of a general question, but let's see, yeah. let's see where I go. Um, so I would say lead by example, because the new normal is going to be very technology based. Even the percentage of work from home positions is increasing dramatically, and our generation, um, and by our I mean kind of the millennial and younger, which is like. 40 years old and younger, like 38 and younger, somewhere around there, is um, very tech savvy. Um, mm -hmm. in, in, if I have to generalize, I've met people my age who, who are clueless. But, <laughs> but yeah. what, what I mean is um, we have to be able to, to teach everyone else how to, how to deal with it because as it comes with any generation, older generations are not as accepting of changes as newer generations. Um, and mm -hmm. I assume that's going to be the same when we're way older <laughs> than the even newer generations coming with ideas that we're like, what the heck's going on? Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, what you should do is just lead by example. That's awesome. I would also say, I would say be more concerned about the well-being of not just yourself, but other people as well. I think what we've seen in, you know, like far eastern countries is that their cases have been lower, which, I mean, this is going off of statistics, we don't really know if they're true or not, but there's there seems to be a general concern for the community in, let's say, uh, for example, in Asian countries compared to the United States. I feel like everyone here is kind of, you know, I my rights, my opinions, my freedom. I choose to wear a mask, I choose not to wear a mask, which is true. But at the same time, you have to realize your actions do impact others. And I think as a new generation, we need to be more mindful of that. Um, not just with COVID, but just as a lesson for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. On to the next question, because we answered that pretty concisely. Um, one I got from a Filipino-American person that I know um, is how to handle a long-distance relationship. Okay. I've never been in a long-distance relationship, so I don't really know. But I've had friends who were. I've had uh, actually a family member who was. So I think communication is key. Everyone says that. But also, I've heard that pe I've heard from people. You know, you don't have to talk every single day necessarily. It's not really about how much you talk, but it's what you talk about and how deep your conversations are, or how heartfelt they are when you do talk. If that makes any sense. So, with my background, I've been in relationships where long distance was part of it. It wasn't the whole thing. Um, it's not like mm -hmm. you long distance and that was the whole relationship. No, but. Um, what basically just depends on the type of person. I mean, a lot of people say it's like, oh no, like I have to have the physical stuff, but then you have to think about, um, well, you have to be loyal to your partner as well. So you have to think about that, um, mm -hmm. and lots of different things. So it's just my opinion is some people are cut out for it and some aren't, and you have to decide whether you are or you're not. And, um, mm -hmm. and a lot of people use long distance as an excuse to end relationships or things like that because mm -hmm. if, if i'm being honest like if if you actually really are like the person and really want to be with this person long distance is gonna is not going to be hard and people think yes, it's hard I, because you're not seeing them all the time or it's not it's like it's understandable but you have to understand the situation as well and why it's happening exactly i agree with that i think 
but going back to what you said, I think you do have to make that choice of whether it's right for you or not. And you'll know from the, I think you do know from the beginning if it's something that you want to do. And if any part of you is saying, hey, I don't think I'm cut out for this. I don't think it would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it won't be because if you're starting out with that attitude, it's going to be really hard to kind of keep up with it, keep up with effort and everything like investing into that long distance relationship is going to be a little bit harder if you just don't think you're the kind of person who would enjoy it so i would say be clear with yourself as well not just with the other person but yourself like you need to check in with yourself and see like am i emotionally okay with this is this something that i see working out if not then it's i don't think it's an a long distance relationship isn't long distance isn't an excuse to end a relationship i think it's a good reason um yeah i mean why why get into it if you don't think you would like it or you don't want to do it yeah for sure i mean i almost say it as long distance relationship works for people who are into long term if you're not into yeah. the long term then why bother? yeah why bother exactly but yeah um so that's that question <laughs> that's just hard guys we may be biased if you think if you think long distance is totally worth it and go for it there's nothing wrong with it i think I'd, it's say, I'd say it's worth it if you really like the person but if the person is yeah. someone that you're like eh, i don't really like the person that much and like yeah yeah don't exactly exactly like it Again, comes more from that, what you think exactly and it comes back to that making a decision making a choice like do i really want to do this or not and that's something you have to decide for yourself i don't think that's something anyone can answer for you yeah yeah for sure and i even had like even like uh what is it like uh i've heard of people saying like oh like i ended a long distance relationship because i couldn't bear the pain of them being away i'm like what the fuck <laughs> like what kind of dumbass excuse is that <laughs> but, uh, no sense i mean you kind of no sense that makes zero sense I, was, <laughs> like, I couldn't bear the pain it's like then go visit them like i feel like ending it would cause more pain but whatever I think the problem is that maybe you don't have enough money or you don't have the resources or time to go was, visit uh, them. It was like a two hour drive. Oh, I mean, that's a little different. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know the situation very specifically, so I'm just like. <laughs> right, right. All right. Yeah. Um, so, on to our next question that I got from a close friend of mine. He didn't take it seriously, but I'm taking it anyways because I don't care. <laughs> the question <laughs> is how do I shave my ass? <laughs> okay um i did not expect that well here's a, here's a question i have with that because and, men tend and, to have hairier butts than women i mean i think this depends on the woman i guess yeah i guess my my like if there's if there's like a reason to then sure like i know like <laughs> i don't know why you would have to shave your butt as as a guy i guess i'm like switching to the how i don't know like <laughs> Razor shaving. I would say trim it first with like a trimmer. Okay. Then shave because you don't want to like just my experience yeah. with facial hair. Like you don't want to shave when your facial hair is really long. You want to trim it first mm-hmm. because it'll like mm-hmm. pull on it and it's just ugh. right. I guess yeah. the same as the same as shaving your your face, except you won't be able to see your butt. So I'd get like a second mirror, maybe one angled up, so you can okay. see in there. Wow, I just, I can't believe this question is real, but there you go. There's your answer. Yep. Wow, you want to move on quick from this one. 
Yes. <laughs> All right. Do you want to ask the next one? Just, no, that was this one? fun question. This is what we mean. This podcast is just fun and obnoxious. Okay. So this question is from my friend in oh, Sri Lanka. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. One more thing. You could Go wax on. your butt. Yeah, I said that. Oh, I said. You? Sorry. I didn't yeah. hear. It's okay. This question is from my friend in Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka, and she says, how do you strike a balance between fitting into a new culture while also staying true to your own culture? Yeah, so this is uh, like an issue that third culture kids have to struggle with. Um, Mm -hmm. And for those of you that don't know, a third culture kid is basically just someone that grows and is raised outside of what they're I guess genetic culture is is that kind of the correct description? It's kind of like okay, if I was born in another country, I come here, mm-hmm. so I would have to fit into the new country, but also I want to retain some of the values I learned in the old country. Right, that's the question. Or, yeah, or you're born into a family here, like your family might be from a different country. They moved here, they had kids, and you as the kid have to uh, kind of like assimilate both cultures into your life. You don't have to, but I mean, if that's what you want to. Yeah. Um, so the way to strike a balance, um, the way I did it, I, I felt I struck a balance with uh, being Colombian and being American is, I mean, really, you just choose whatever you like of each. I mean, it's not really like a, yeah. like not, you're not going to like one culture a hundred percent over the other one and you're not or vice versa like you're gonna there's gonna be some things that you like more about one and some things you like more about the other so just be yourself and and just accept what you like i've met people that have completely rejected their previous home culture but that's because they chose to so if you don't want to well you won't because it's it's your choice not to right i will also say that don't feel guilty if you're letting go of some of the values which from whichever culture that you don't agree with. Mm-hmm. So for example, like being Indian, I mean, there's certain things about my culture that I don't necessarily agree with. I don't want to say what they are specifically, but I mean, you can, it could be anything. Like it could be the way mm-hmm. society treats women or, you know, educational rights or opportunity, things like that. There are certain things that I don't like about my culture that I just choose not to accept. And, mm-hmm. you know, certain people might look at that and be like, oh, but then you're not actually Indian. I'm like, I mean, I'm not actually Indian. I grew up here. So I, I'm kind of a hybrid. I'm a mix. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you are who you are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And those experiences mm-hmm. make you unique from both. So um, Exactly. That's super- and you don't become less attractive or desirable because of that you don't you're not like a bad person because of that i've actually had a lot of friends who struggled very much with this interesting growing up, especially in high school so it's not a big deal i mean become who you want to become and mm-hmm. have fun with it yeah for sure um one um one thing is a thing that's associated with culture a lot is language mm, and yes. i've heard of situations where um, some, some like for example, with within Latinos, people, some of them, I don't really, because I don't really care. <laughs> but um, I've heard of of um, Latinos that speak Spanish looking down mm-hmm. on other Latinos that don't speak Spanish. And yeah, that's the thing. Yes, um, because they don't speak Spanish, and I'm like, well, 
um that's not really the definition of latino anyways <laughs> but yeah. again it's what they want so if they actually wanted to know spanish they would have learned but they don't care because that's just or they don't want to learn spanish or maybe that's not what they're interested in and that that's that's yeah. who they are yeah. um and again yeah like i said before it's the the way to strike a balance is just by choosing mm -hmm. i agree with that so I know a lot of people will say, oh, but, you know, the culture is dying out, we're, we're losing some core values, the language is being lost, some traditions are being lost. But I, what I have to say to that is the people who really choose to stick with that are going to stick with it. Uh -huh. You know, I don't think yeah. it's going to be lost necessarily, it might become more evolved. And I think culture changes, the culture doesn't stay, uh -huh. it's not, st it's, it's a very dynamic thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you there are influences from different parts of the world. That's how everything began, like with trade, with mm -hmm. diplomacy, so all that kind of stuff. And I would say that would be the way to look at it. You're not really losing it. You're just becoming more different. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, and it's almost like, a, like you said, like it evolves. And yeah. that evolution part also includes the kind of the survival of the fittest aspect of culture, mm -hmm. which means um, certain ideas and philosophies in mm -hmm. certain cultures don't fit in into today's society or the future so those tend to die off and that so that's how that culture changes so yeah um, some of the, in some culture like you said you mentioned something about um like women's oppression and those types of things those mm -hmm. types of cultures are dying off or that aspect of those cultures are dying off because today mm -hmm. that's not as widely accepted as it was before and it also depends on the country you're in too exactly um, yeah but yeah like i said those types of mentalities and parts of cultures die off for a reason yes um, and just to fight to keep it just because it's part of the culture rather than thinking oh what's better for want? society and maybe it's something that's good right um, it's probably not the best mentality so the way to think about it is just pick the parts of the uh, culture that you like and that you want to keep keep um, passing on and mm -hmm. don't even bother with the stuff that you don't like anymore so absolutely and I think that's the last of our questions. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. So just to repeat what we said before the questions, um, we're just taking in any from any types of questions from anyone from around the world. Please feel free to email us the questions to theworldmike2020 at gmail .com, or you can message them privately to myself, Camilo, or Aditi if you know us. Um, I do ask that you include if you want your name mentioned or if you want to stay anonymous. Um, I would like you guys to include a little bit of your um, background, like um, cultural background, just so we can kind of see who, who's listening in. Um, we'll, we'll try to upload a new podcast every week, um, so be on the lookout and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. This is our first time doing a podcast, and we're doing it through um, Anchor, and um, I believe it uploads on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and on Google. So you should be able to listen on those three on those three streaming services and on Anchor if you have that. Awesome. Thank you, Camilo. This was super fun. And we'll catch you guys on our next episode.